The future is something which everyone reaches at the rate of 60 minutes an hour, whatever he does, whoever he is. This is a quote from author C.S. Lewis. And in this episode, we're going to look at how time really is the great equalizer for every single one of us. Every person is bound by the same restrictions of time. Whether you're the president of the United States, a homeless person, asking for money on a street corner, whether you're a billionaire, entrepreneur, a corporate CEO, world-class athlete, doesn't matter who you are, you all are bound by the exact same amount of time every single day. So why is it some accomplish so much with their time, and what does it seem to just disappear for some of us as well, even just at certain times? What can we do to maximize the use of our time? I'm Desmond, and this is episode 21 of the Mental Mastery Moment. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximize your potential. As your host, P. Desmond Adams brings you nearly 30 years of experience and study in the power of your mind and the creative force found in your conscious as well as subconscious thoughts. Desmond champions the importance of knowing your core desires in life and mastering self-discipline, both foundational to your success in any endeavor. And now, here's Desmond with your mental mastery moment. I've often been amazed by the fact that so many people just squander their time, myself as well, on occasion and sometimes more often than I'd like. And that's probably the case for you where you'll have a day to do something and you'll get to the end of that day and go, man, where'd all the time go? I didn't get nearly as much done as I thought I would. And it dawned on me one time, I was at a stoplight and I saw a person on a street corner asking for some money. And I thought to myself, that person... Now, I don't know any of their extenuating circumstances. Who knows about mental health issues, drug addiction issues, things like that. But it dawned on me that every single person, whether it's that person there on that street corner or it's Bill Gates running a billion-dollar corporation, we all have 24 hours every single day. Nobody has more. Bill Gates can't just uh, decide that, uh, you know what, today I'm going to need a little extra time. Now, he does have some resources available to him, and he can delegate and hire, and we'll go into stuff like that. But it, it just amazed me that all of us are bound by the same amount of time in each day. And it really is the great equalizer for every single one of us. So I want to go over five things that I found super productive people do with their time. Now, this isn't the quintessential list of things to do with your time or to maximize your time. These are five things in specific that I think each of us could improve on. I know for myself that's the case, but certainly there are other areas as well. So I don't want you to think, well, I just got to get this mastered and my time is taken care of. It's all good. So let's jump into it. Uh, five things that I think are the difference between the super productive and those people who often wonder where their time went. Create a time budget. And I talked about this recently, so I won't go into it too deep. It was in episode 17. If you want to get the show notes for that, it's pdesmondadams.com slash zero one seven and with a time budget you gotta remember this is not the same thing as a schedule it's kind of like a money budget a money budget doesn't give you specifics on where your money's going to go you set aside x amount of dollars for groceries but you don't set aside specifics in the groceries same thing with putting money aside for 
repairs on the car. You don't know exactly what repairs you're going to need. It's meant to be a broad look at what you're going to do with your time. So that's number one, create a time budget. And again, look back at episode 17, and that'll give you some more details on how to do that and some resources that are available for you. I'll make sure I link to that in the show notes for this episode. A big one, and this is what I alluded to uh, just a moment ago with people like Bill Gates, they can delegate and outsource things they need to do. But so can you. And with uh, virtual assistants available online, it's a lot more affordable than you think. And there are a lot of things you can do to delegate your time, whether it's having your kids help you with something. Maybe it's having a college student intern come in and help you out with some things. They're going to learn how to run a business and you're going to get the resource of their time and their effort. So you have to ask, what is your time worth? And then what things are not worth your time doing? They're, they're costing you more than you could hire somebody else to do it. So if you determine your time's worth $100 an hour and something takes you five hours to do, but you could hire somebody for $200 to do it, well, you saved $300 right there by outsourcing and delegating that. Maybe somebody can do it for less time per hour, or maybe they can do it in less time. At the same rate, even if they're worth $100 an hour, but they can do it instead of five hours, they can do it in three because they have expertise and they're doing this every single day. That happens a lot when you're working on websites, when you're working with programming, things like that. There are people who can crank out code, computer code, faster than you can imagine. And if you just paid them that $100 an hour, the same thing that you're worth, they'll do it in a tenth of the time. So you're saving money and you're saving time right there. Another thing to do is, number three, do the most important tasks first when it comes to your time. Start with the things that are critical. So write things down based on not how urgent they are, but how important they are. And tackle those most important things first. So you're hitting those ones. And then as you get down further, you're going to get to the point where you've really got a viable product, whatever it is you're working on, or maybe a viable service, and you can ship it at that point. And maybe there's still another 10% that you could invest your time into doing, but it's really not beneficial and it's not going to improve the final outcome to the same degree that it, it costs you an investment of time. Number four, and this comes from Stephen Covey in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, is take time to sharpen your saw. What he means by that when he says that, it, it, it improve yourself. Take time to make yourself better. Think about that analogy. Take time to sharpen your saw. If you've ever had a dull saw or a dull knife and you're trying to use it, it takes you a lot more time to do it, whatever it is you're doing, than it would take if you just sharpened the saw and then did it. That's the analogy with Take time to sharpen your saw. Think about what skill sets could be improved. Which ones do you need to have improved right now? Which ones are going to pay the most immediate dividend for you? And only invest in those areas where you need it now. This follows the thinking of just-in-time learning. You spend a lot of time learning things that you're not going to use. You may need them someday, but you're not going to use them anytime in the very near future. So focus on those items that can be used immediately and then improve your ability in those areas. And don't invest in unprofitable skills. Again, going back to the previous one uh, where you delegate those items. You, there's things you don't ever need to know. I imagine there's a lot of things that go on in Microsoft that Bill Gates doesn't know a thing about. He just doesn't know how to do it, and you just hire good people, and you trust that they're going to do it. So that's number four, sharpen your saw. And then the last one, number five, is be, and this is a tough one for a lot of people who are go-getters, be intentional about your downtime. 
set boundaries, but make sure that you do set up some downtime where you can relax. And it kind of follows along with the sharpening your saw because when you're relaxed and refreshed, you can jump into your tasks a lot quicker and you can get a lot more done. But do set those boundaries. Don't just have downtime and just have it open-ended. Whenever you get tired of doing nothing, then you're going to get back to work. Set yourself, oh, I got an hour today to sit down and just read or sit and watch a movie or something, whatever it is that you're doing. Set those boundaries. Uh, set the importance or value, just like you do on things you need to get done. Set the importance or value on the things you want to do. So those things you really want to do, do those first. And then the things you, that oh, would be nice to do, do those things last so that you would get the most bang for your hour, for your time, when you're relaxing. So that's it. I'll go through them real quick again. Five things the super productive do with their time. One of them is create a time budget. And I talk about that again in episode 17. So you go back to episode 17. You can hear that. It's at pdesmondadams.com slash 017. Delegate or outsource the things that aren't worth your time or somebody can do it faster or cheaper. Do the most important things first. This is number three. So that by the time you run out of time allotted for this task, you've at least gotten done everything that really, really needed to get done. The fourth thing is sharpening your saw, improving your skill sets in the areas that you can use immediately. And then the last thing, number five, is be intentional about setting some downtime and setting boundaries for that downtime. Hopefully that helps you out with uh, your week ahead. And I would love to hear your feedback on this. You can get the show notes for this episode at pdesmondadams.com slash zero two one. I sure do appreciate you listening to the podcast, sharing it with your friends and your family and rating it. If you haven't done that yet, go to iTunes and rate the Mental Mastery Moment podcast. It goes a long way to get the word out about what we're doing and trying to make everybody have the best life possible. If you don't know how to do that, you can go to pdesmondadams.com slash five stars, the number five stars, and I'll show you how to rate it in iTunes. Uh, if you're in Stitcher, you can do that there as well. Subscribe to the podcast while you're in there on iTunes. Make sure you don't miss any of the episodes. I have a gift for you. It's a free gift. I just want to give out to people right now, and I don't know how long I'm going to leave it free, but it's a book I wrote on the three reasons I found the secret doesn't work for most people. And when I say the secret, I'm talking about this idea of the law of attraction or this focusing on your desires and using your mental mastery to achieve your goals. So I go into the three core areas where people just seem to always miss it. And I missed it. That's how I know about this because I missed it for so long. One of them is not really knowing what your core, your soul desire is. The other one is not having mental discipline. And then the last one is not really having an emotional connection with uh, what it is that you're trying to achieve. You can get that book for free right now at the website, pretty much on any one of the pages. I've got a little banner there. You can get it. It's at pdesmondadams.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day. I hope that you're going to go on and do some amazing things today and this week. I appreciate you. I'm Desmond. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 